Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 60 of the Unbusy Your Life, everyone. You guys, I'm so excited and I want to thank you so much. I want to share with you that we crossed the 25K download mark for the show a couple of weeks before I sat down to record this podcast. And I just want to extend a huge thank you to all of you because you're the reason that we hit that metric. I'm so appreciative for you who tune in each week and share the show with your friends and your colleagues and your family. I get so many messages from you all through email or Instagram DMs telling me I just shared this show with like 10 of my friends. And so I just want to extend such a huge thank you for that because that's the reason why we hit 25K downloads in such a quick amount of time. So thank you so, so much and keep listening. I'm constantly making the show better, taking your feedback and your input on things that you want to know more about that I haven't covered yet. So keep sending me those messages. It's helping me craft the content calendar for the year. I already had an idea, but I'm taking your input to kind of modify and adjust things as we go along. So thank you. Thank you. What else is going on? Okay, so if you're a mom and your kiddo is starting to go back to school, I like share your excitement. (laughs) My son went back to in-person part-time. We're doing a hybrid schedule for the first day this week, and it was crazy. The difference, just the energy in the house was different. I was alone with my own thoughts, which I had not been. And literally, it's been almost a year. I was telling my son, like, we have been together every single day for the last year. (laughs) That is amazing. And there's so many great things about it, right? Like I think about when he was super tiny, I went back to work very early on and was not with him as much as a baby. And I feel like I just was given this amazing opportunity to spend the time with him that I wanted to, and that he and I will both remember probably for the rest of our lives in good and bad ways, right? The 50-50. So that's what's going on in my world. I hope that you guys are doing well and things are starting to normalize, if we even know what normal is anymore. So today on the show, this is the last episode for this month that I'm going to do on unproductive habits. And I wanted to talk about fear of commitment. (laughs) Now, what this really is, is the fear of planning or making a schedule ahead of time. That is just fear of commitment. And I'm going to talk about it in terms of that, in terms of what the work that I do in the world, which is planning and scheduling not in terms of the fear of commitment of relationships with other humans, which is often the way that this concept is used. But what I want to say is that it's the very same thing because what I'm teaching and what I'm coaching on is 
your relationship with you and your relationship with your time. So you can use what I teach you in this episode and extrapolate it to your relationships with humans if you want to, or in other areas of your life, because it's basically the same mindset. It's the same thinking patterns that apply in all of those areas. Now, the reason that I'm doing this episode is that I have so many clients that come to me and express fear and worry about making a plan for their time ahead of time. Now, you all know, if you've been listening to the show, that my suggestion is that you plan in advance. One of the main habits I teach you to cultivate is to plan your time out in advance. So planning at least 24 hours in advance allows you to access your prefrontal cortex, and that's where you make the higher quality decisions. And people really do plan not just 24 hours in advance, but they plan their week in advance. And if you're like me and you've done this work for a long time, my planning is really like done quite a long ways out, like a month or more out. (laughs) I had a client say to me the other day, people really do this. Like you would schedule right now for something that's on your calendar two months in advance. And I'm like, yes, of course. It's amazing because then I already know all the things that are on my calendar in advance. If that makes you like nauseous, me just saying that, or you feel anxious when I talk about planning your time in advance, this is the episode for you. And I wanted to identify for you the three main reasons that you may feel worry or anxious or um, fear about committing to a schedule and to a plan. Because if you can identify the reason why, then you have the power to be able to tackle it. And you'll be so much more open to planning your time ahead of time. Now, remember the whole purpose for this, the reason why I teach you to plan your time ahead of time is because when you do, you just make better decisions about what you're going to do in your hours. And what this really means is that you get more of what you want. You get a higher quality of life. You get the lifestyle that you want to live. You are in alignment with your dreams and your goals for yourself. So here are the three main fears of committing to a schedule or a plan. The fear of planning your time ahead of time. The first one is I won't want to do it or I won't feel like doing it. Either one, very similar thought process. Number two is I won't follow through and I'll let myself down again. And number three is FOMO, that then I can't be spontaneous and I don't have the freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So these are the three main fears of commitment to a plan or to a schedule, to planning out time or creating a schedule ahead of time. And I'm going to talk more in depth about each one of them and give you some strategies for overcoming it if this is the reason why you haven't been planning your time or it's an area that you struggle with. Okay, so let's take this first one. Now, if you guys notice... All three of these reasons are just thoughts, mindsets that your brain may offer you if you've made a schedule ahead of time or you made a plan for your time ahead of time and you get into executing the plan or the schedule. So the fear is really happening ahead of time that I might 
not want to do that thing, or I might not feel like doing it, or I might not do what I said I'm going to do, or I might miss out on something that I want to do. Those are the three reasons. Those are, that's what creates the fear of committing to a schedule or a plan ahead of time. So let's dive into each one of these. The first one I hear all the time, st- students say this to me, Neil, if I plan that in my schedule for next week, I might not want to do it then, or I might not feel like doing it at that time. This comes up all the time. And I recently had a client tell me that <laughs> she wouldn't commit to doing a weekly Facebook Live to promote her group program because she was worried, she was fearful that she would get up on the day that she had planned it and not feel like doing her hair and her makeup and getting dressed and doing the whole production to go live on Facebook. Does that sound familiar to you? Maybe for you, it's a recording of a podcast or writing an email or going live on Instagram, or recording videos for your people. And you're worried that, or fearful that, if you schedule it for a certain day and time, that you won't feel inspired, or motivated, or creative, and you just won't want to do it. Now, here's what I want you to know. There is about a 50% chance that you won't feel like it or want to do it when you get to the time and day that you scheduled it into your week. Like that is just going to happen. So our fear of that happening is real. It does happen. And if you are someone who is regularly scheduling and planning your time, it's going to happen about half the time. So what you have to ask yourself is, you know, this is going to be part of it. You have to ask yourself, does that matter? Does it matter that you don't feel like doing it or that you won't want to do it? Is the thing important enough for you to do? Do you love your reason why for doing it enough that you would do it even if you didn't feel like it? You do this all the time already. You just may not be conscious or focusing on the things you already do this with. But like, think about going to the gym or going for a run. Do you always feel like going out and going for the run when you planned it or going to the class that you signed up to attend at the time of the date that it's scheduled? Probably not. This happens literally with everything in our lives. The time we set the alarm, the time that we go to work, even events that are supposed to be quote unquote fun. Have you ever had a situation where you had a social event on your calendar and you were maybe feeling tired? And you had this thought, I just want to stay home and sit in my Lulu's and binge on Netflix with a glass of wine. It happens in all areas of our life. So when you decide to make a plan for your time, you can pretty much guarantee that you will get to some of the things in that schedule or in that plan and not want to do them when you scheduled yourself to do them. It's just part of the process. Your brain will probably offer you some thinking that is designed to keep you from doing it. Things like this, these are the most common thoughts. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. I can just do it later. And yes, that could be true. But what you want to start asking yourself is, is this a good enough reason to not make a plan? or to not use your time for what you really want. 
for what tomorrow you or next week you or next year you would want. My suggestion is to make a plan and as part of the plan, you will just expect that there will be times that you won't be excited about the plan that you made. (laughs) I promise you this will happen. But that doesn't have to mean that anything has gone wrong or that you don't follow the plan, that you don't do what you said you're going to do. And here's why. Remember the whole point of planning in the first place? You get to use your prefrontal cortex, which makes the higher quality, better decisions about how to use your time than your primitive toddler brain does when you ask it, what should you do? And you ask for a response in the moment. So can you get behind committing not just to the plan, but what the plan represents, which is you using your time for your highest good, even when it doesn't feel good in the moment? Think about it. This is why we all go to the gym, right? For most people, it does not feel good in the moment doing a deadlift or a pull-up or swinging a kettlebell. Or if you're a runner, like in the moment of the running, does it feel good? Most of the time, no. But the reason that we do it is because we want the result on the other end of the having done it. And the same is true with your plan and your schedule. So if you have, if your prefrontal cortex, you sat down to plan and your prefrontal cortex was like, you know what? We need to get this into the schedule this week. This is super important. This is going to help us make money. This is going to create whatever result it is that you want. And then you get to that thing in your day and you're like, yeah, I don't really want to do it. It's fine. You don't need to want to do the thing. What you need is to want to have the result. Do you want the result enough to follow through on the thing that you planned in your time when you planned it? That's the question that you want to be asking yourself. Can you be committed not to the plan, but what the plan represents and who you get to be through the representation that you've decided ahead of time of how you're going to use your hours? Remember, how you schedule your time is a vote for the life that you want to be living and what you want to be creating in your time. Can you commit to that? Okay, that was a long one. (laughs) I have to speed it up here to get this episode into my 20 to 25 minutes. All right, so fear number two is that I won't follow through, that I'll just let myself down again by not doing what I said that I would. So there's like this line of reasoning is really like, I shouldn't even make a plan in the first place because then I won't give myself another reason to criticize myself and beat myself up for not doing what I said that I wanted to do. So when this happens, it's really that you have a story about who you are and that you are just someone who doesn't follow through, that you don't do what you said you would do. And you probably in your mind, I know that I did this, have a ton of evidence for this being true because you're looking to your past. And if you plan ahead of time, what you're worried about, what your fear is that you'll just build on this pile of evidence and make it bigger than it already is. So maybe you identify as a procrastinator. And if you do, 
just this is a little side note. I'm going to do an entire month on procrastination on the show because it's such a common time-wasting habit. And it's actually very multifaceted. It's not even that it's a behavior problem. It's a feeling problem. And I'll talk more about that in, in those episodes. But in my group program during the module on habit swapping, I literally have the students keep stats on their follow through rates, meaning how many times did you plan something this week and what percentage of the time did you follow through on it? Now, here's the crazy thing. Almost always the percentage of follow through is more than 50%, meaning that even the hardest core procrastinator actually does follow through on some things about half. Which, if you think about point number one, kind of makes sense, right? Because half the time you'll feel like doing something and half the time you won't. And when you don't feel like doing it, what do you want to like, just because you don't feel like doing it doesn't mean that you decide not to do it. So if you identify as a procrastinator or someone who doesn't follow through, it's not actually true with 100% certainty. It might be about 50-50 true, or maybe it's 40-60, or maybe it's 30-70, but it's not 100%. There are some things you might not do that you plan, but there are also things that you do do. I had a client just this week come on the call and she was like, yeah, I need to talk to you about me not following through on my plan. And I was like, okay, so tell me the math of this. Like, what are the things that you did follow through? What are the things that you didn't follow through? There was literally one thing in her week she didn't do when she said, and it was recording a podcast. Every other thing She had followed through beautifully on the plan that she had made. But because she focused on that one thing, she was identifying as someone who doesn't follow through. No, that's not actually the truth. When you stop and you look at the math, and I suggest that you guys do this, this is why I have my students do it in my group program, is really start tracking the stats on what you follow through versus what you don't. And not just in your work, but like in all of your life, you will be shocked to see that you follow through on way more than what you probably think you do. For instance, I'd be willing to bet that you don't say forget it to getting the kids to the bus in the morning or picking them up after school, right? I'll bet you don't say nope to a pre-scheduled meeting or appointment with another human or other groups of humans. Am I right? So when you plan your time, it actually gives you the opportunity to identify which things you are more prone to not follow through on. It's not that you're someone who doesn't follow through and keeps letting herself down. It may be just that there are a couple things in your calendar that you're not following through on. And there's a good reason why. And when you plan it and you analyze why you didn't follow through, that's the evaluation process, then you figure out the why and then you can solve it. But so many of us, because we're in this uh, phase of like identifying, like, I just don't do what I said that I'm going to do. It's super vague. And we never actually get to the meat of it to what are the things and what are the reason why for each things? Because if you get that granular, then you could actually solve the problem. But we don't do that. So you aren't letting yourself down. You are learning about yourself and you have to have the learning in order to make a change. You've heard the phrase probably, right? That you're either winning or learning. The same is true with your plan for your time. You will either learn or win. There are no other outcomes. So 
If you have this fear of committing to a plan that you will just let yourself down, what I want you to consider switching that to the little shift that you can make is this is me learning or winning. Those are the only two options. I'm not letting myself down. I'm either learning where I need to change my mindset or change my behavior. And I'm learning about how great I am in following through on a lot of things, learning or winning not letting yourself down. That's the slight shift that you want to consider making if you're worried about that. And this is the reason why you're not making a plan for your time. Okay. The third reason why people fear committing to a schedule or a plan is this one. They'll say, Neil, I like to be spontaneous and free with my time to do what I want when I want. And this ties directly into the first reason that I might not want to do that thing or feel like doing it. And so that what that really means is that if something better comes my way or I get inspired to do something else, I won't be able to because I already scheduled something. But here's what I want you to consider. Planning creates even more time freedom because it keeps your work hours in a container. And if you plan the way that I teach you to, You are carving out your free time first. It gets first vote and first dibs on your calendar. And when you plan well and execute the plan well, you get all of this free time and it's so much sweeter and not tainted by the I should be working, I didn't get enough done brain because you already have all the things done. You planned for all the things. And instead of having that drama in your brain in your free time, that I should be doing X, Y, or Z, or I didn't get enough crossed off the list or whatever it is, you get to feel accomplished and relaxed in that free time, which feels so much more amazing and is just going to heighten the experience of your free time. Now, here's the other point that I wanna make on this one. This is a question that I have for you. Do you really want to feel spontaneous in your work? I want you to just like pause and stop and think about that. Now, for most of you, the answer is no, right? As a business owner, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, we try to do all the things not to have spontaneity in our business. In fact, it's this spontaneity that so many of us are trying to get rid of, like emails and Slack messages and your team asking you questions or needing your help. I think most of us would agree that when it comes to our businesses, we actually want predictable, routine, planned, and not spontaneous and unpredictable, right? So the question then is, why would you want your schedule or your time plan to be different? Most of us want spontaneity, but what we want it is in regards to our personal lives, in our free time. And so if you want more free time, my suggestion is that you plan more, not less. In other words, you do your planning so that you guarantee yourself you have all of the free time that you want, where you can be spontaneous and do whatever you want, whenever you want. And you do that by constraining your work hours to fewer hours and getting everything done in less time. And that is what is going to create more freedom and the freedom really to be fully spontaneous in that free time. Because if you're not planning and you're not getting all the things done, I want you to really think about this. Do you feel completely free and open to be spontaneous in your free time? 
Most of you will answer that no if you answer truthfully. And I know this from experience, not just for myself, but with all of my students and my clients, that that free time gets tainted by your busy brain that's telling you about all the things that you should have gotten done. That you, you will feel guilty in your free time. You will feel anxious in your free time. You will be worrying your free time away. So if you want really clean, truly spontaneous free time, my suggestion is that you plan first. Plan to carve out your free time, the amount of time that you want, and then you plan for everything that you want to accomplish in your work hours. And you also decide what do those work hours look like? When are they and how many are they? And you plan intentionally ahead of time what you're going to accomplish in them so that you get the full reward of your free time, which is complete spontaneity, feeling accomplished and feeling relaxed. It's so much better. I promise you that it's a such a deeper experience of your free time and your off time. It's more rejuvenating. It's more refreshing than just letting the free time kind of like be wherever, but then having the busy brain come into those hours. So here's what I want to tell you, wrapping up this episode, planning your time ahead of time is going to mean that you won't feel like doing that thing when you planned it (laughs) about 50% of the time. But you weren't going to feel like it anyway, plan or not, right? That's the reality. And this doesn't mean that you don't still do it. And at least when you plan it, you have it in a container and you know exactly when it will be done, which will feel amazing. And you will get to feel accomplished and proud of yourself for having tackled it. Planning ahead of time also gives you the opportunity to find the things that you are naturally prone to putting off. And these are the things, these are the specific things you get to work on one at a time in overcoming your follow-through struggle versus if you don't have a plan at all, then you keep the not following through to this big, vague black hole and you identify as a person who doesn't do what she says she's going to do. And the last thing is that planning only creates more free time and spontaneity if you do it right. In fact, I believe that it creates true spontaneity because then your brain is not busy on the undone work things. It is present and engaged in the free time doing whatever it is that you want. So there's no reason to fear a planning or scheduling commitment. And if you want more help tackling this, it's exactly what we do in my group program, The Unbusy Entrepreneur. We are enrolling now for the April 2021 groups. Now, the whole point of the group is I teach you and coach you on how to schedule and implement a schedule that allows you to get all of your work done in 30 hours or less so that you have plenty of free time to be spontaneous and truly free and go live the lifestyle that you want. So if you're an online entrepreneur working way more than you want, or you have a day job and a side hustle, you know I love you side hustlers, that you're struggling to find the time for, this is the group for you. We're filling up fast. Right now there are two class options available for you so you can work within the schedule. So if you're interested, this is the next step for you in learning how to scale back your work hours, how to work less and get more done. I want to invite you to apply and find out more by visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Okay, go out and plan your time ahead of time this week so that 
you get to use it exactly the way that you want. Have a beautiful and busy week, everyone. Talk to you next week.